Welcome to The Bomar Show. We are your hosts, Josh and Sarah Bomar. We hope this podcast will motivate, educate, and entertain you. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to The Bomar Show. It's been a hot minute, guys. And uh, today, I think we're on episode 17, which is pretty exciting that we've done 17 of these. And today, what are we talking about, honey? Today we are going over quarantine tips because unless you are living under a rock, you know that pretty much the entire world is in self-isolation right now. And that means working from home, working out from home, having marital spats because you're (laughs) around your spouse 24-7, how to stay positive at home, all of the fun things that we have been seeing asked of us on social media over the last three-ish weeks. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean, a lot of you guys out there, if you are married, spend a couple hours in the evening together at most, you know, because you're at work all day. So this has got to be pretty strange for a lot of you guys. But lucky for all of you, Sarah and I have been doing this for like six years, pretty much self-quarantined for six years. Yes, we have been self-quarantined since (laughs) the beginning of 2014. So we really do feel like we are somewhat experts on the topic because we virtually do everything from home normally except for going to the gym going out to eat and traveling and seeing movies that's pretty much our yeah and we literally do everything together as a couple you know we have the same hobbies same passions and uh yeah i think that puts us in a good position of credibility to share marriage advice and a lot of other things because obviously we are both fitness nutrition experts And we can give you guys advice on home workouts, nutrition tips, a lot of things. We're going to cover everything quarantine today. Today is the quarantine 101. And I know that I had a mixed bag on what our next podcast topic should be. And half the people said, like, work at home tips. And the other half said, make it nothing quarantine related. So our next podcast will be a fun Q&A, but it just seemed weird for us to film a podcast and not acknowledge what is going on in the world today. Because it's very strange. This is a very uncommon time. Well, and not to mention, a lot of you guys don't have experience um, having this much free time. And so what a lot of people do when you get this much free time, you don't prioritize what's important and you kind of go down this route of entertainment instead of education and you can't you don't really utilize this time to get ahead in life you allow yourself to slip back and it's 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 easy to do quite frankly and we're going to help you combat those urges and uh, give you guys some solid advice i hope you take to the bank absolutely so the first topic that we are going to cover is working from home. And I know that a lot of people, you know, if you are fortunate to be able to work from home, this is a hot topic because you have structure in the office and you have structure leaving your house at 830 in the morning and getting home at 530 and having a boss looking over your shoulder and having to punch in, you know, on your time management app or having someone look over your shoulder. You know, it's very strange and out of body to have the freedom, like Josh was mentioning, to work from home and having that self-discipline to work the entire day. Right. So it's not easy, honestly. It's not. And we like we said we've been working. I've been working from home since 2014. Josh has been doing it for much longer than that. So it's it's something that we've pretty much got down between our businesses that we own and everything, you know, managing employees, the whole nine yards. So my number one tip for working from home is to make 
a list the night before Ooh. make a list of everything that you need to accomplish and everything that you want to accomplish the next day on my list I have all of my work stuff but then I also have chores around the house you know if I need to respond to text messages FaceTime with my mom you know whatever the case may be make a list the night before that way when you wake up in the morning you can hit the ground running and get started on your entire day well, and guys, I know this seems so simple and you're probably rolling your eyes right now. Oh my God, that's just Sarah's personality. Make a list. But I'm telling you uh, from a person. Santa Claus does it too. Yeah. If Santa does it, yeah. I think everyone should do it. But yeah. honestly, guys, this is important because a lot of people, you know, if you don't know what to do, you automatically default to do what feels good instead of what needs done. So if you do what feels good, it typically isn't productive. Correct. And so having a list will kind of structure you in a way that will allow you to get things done. And of course, you can sprinkle some fun throughout that list. You Ooh, know. sprinkles. Yeah, so that's always fun. But if you get structure and you start out correctly, then you're just more likely to stay on that path all day long. The but razzle it's, dazzle. It's got to start correct. Got to start correct. And this could also be related to students at home. I know like colleges, universities, high schools, pretty much everyone in school right now is not in school. So if you are of age where you, my sister for one, both my sisters actually, um, the one is in nursing school and she's a senior. So obviously this doesn't apply to her, but the other one is a freshman in high school. And she texted me yesterday and she said, I'm so impressed with you and Josh. Like I had no idea how hard it was to like be self-disciplined at home. And I get so distracted with my phone and online shopping when <laughs> the teacher can't see you. So I have all these tabs open and I'm not really listening. So this can also apply to schoolwork at home as well, not just working. So that's actually a good point. Yeah. So our second tip is time chunking. I did a post on this a few weeks ago on my Instagram, essentially this is a way to be more productive throughout the day. So instead of doing emails 10 times a day while also trying to take phone calls, while also trying to answer DMs, while also trying to play with the dog, while also trying to do X, Y, and Z, you do emails once or twice a day, you block out that time and you only do emails during that time. And then once those are done, you move on to the next thing, whether it's bank stuff, whether it's mail, letters, faxes, Whatever the case may be, you chunk your time, focus on one task, and then move on to the next task. And a quick tip for you guys, do the hard thing first that yes. you don't want to do. For me, that's cardio, honestly. Like, that, I know that's like, well, what the heck, that's not my job. But honestly, I don't, I find myself, if I push cardio towards the end of the day, I don't do it. So whatever you find yourself, if you find yourself doing something towards the end of the day, you put it down there, like maybe emails or something, and then you find yourself not doing that and it gets pushed to the next day and the next day, you need to do that item first. There's a book called Eat That Frog, and it's a Brian Tracy book, and it's the summary of it. If you had to eat a live frog every single day, the best, the best time to eat that frog is first thing in the morning because then you have the whole rest of the day to look forward to. But if you wait till the evening to eat that frog, guess what? You dread it all day long. So the same, you, you got to figure out what, what that frog is in your life. And so look, there, you don't have to read the book now. There you go. <laughs> Sorry, Brian Tracy. No, um. I'm just kidding. But uh, seriously though, guys, so prioritize the hard stuff first and your day will go better. Plus when you get the hard thing out of the way, you have the whole rest of the day to look forward to. Yeah. You feel super accomplished too. For me, it would be like, tax stuff or if I've been putting off an email that I really don't respond to but I know I need to like that's one of the things that I would do first is just 
do the hard stuff first and then reward yourself with an online shopping trip. Oh, well, there you go. Reward. So the next tip that we have, pretty obvious, but maybe not, is to maintain regular hours if you are used to regular hours in an office. For me and Josh, our hours are never regular. That's never an option for us. Um, but if you are someone who thrives on that kind of structure and you can start your day at nine in the morning and end your day at five o'clock at night, I highly recommend doing that. Even if you have the ability to do a 10 to six or an 11 to seven, chances are, if you try to push your work off to 11 o'clock, you're not going to finish it at seven. You are more productive in the morning. It's a hundred percent guarantee. A lot of people say, Oh, I'm a night owl. But honestly, I guarantee you, those people are more productive first thing in the morning. I'm a day dove. Is that a thing? No, but it is. It should be. It sounds cool. I'm a day dove. Um, So speaking of mornings, that is our next tip, is to have a morning routine, whether that's wake up, do 10 minutes of journaling, read 10 pages in a book, have your cup of coffee, do your cardio in the morning, have the same breakfast. Please brush your teeth. That too, but yeah. <laughs> but no, guys, uh, yeah, so the morning routine, you know, for, for Sarah and I, you know, whenever we could go to the gym, it was going to the gym yep. because our day gets so crazy running, you know, nine companies or whatever we we're doing. I mean, it's it gets so insane, like busy that next thing you know, it's like seven, eight o'clock at night. And we're like, oh gosh, we forgot we didn't go to the gym today. So we go to the gym, our workout sucks. and But that lighting though. Yeah, that's true. It's so, a trade-off. So, but the point is, is so, you know, the gym is important. So we go to the gym first thing in the morning. And, but now what we do, because we have nothing to look forward to. Is really? We, <laughs> with being stuck at home is we push the gym to about five o'clock, mm-hmm. you know? So now we're getting everything done before the, the gym session. So then we have to look forward to our little workouts we do in the evenings. So you got to figure out what's important to you and put off the fun stuff Till the end, do the hard stuff in the beginning. Yeah, but make sure you do have that morning routine. Make sure it's consistent and your day will go swimmingly. Fasted cardio should be a part of that. There you go. If you're trying to lose weight. Um, Shameless plug. The next next topic for working from home is having a dedicated office space. If you have the ability, try not to work in bed. Try not to work in your living room. Try not to work where there's a TV to watch Prices Right because I'm sure that's all you will do from 10 to 11 Pacific Standard Time. Um, (laughs) Love The Prices Right. The Prices Right sponsor this podcast? I love The Prices Right. (laughs) Um, So I can't work when Prices Right is on. It's recorded and when I want to watch it, I can do it later. So that is one of our tips. Obviously, if you can't can't have a dedicated office space, work at your kitchen table, work somewhere that isn't supposed to be relaxing for you. But it's consistent. So. Yes. So another tip that we have is to take small breaks and get outside to walk if you can, even if it's for 10 to 15 minutes every few hours. It'll really help with your mental focus. And then, oh, go ahead. No, no. Oh. I was just thinking, like, how how are people going to do this if the quarantine goes into the winter? Better get you a treadmill now. That's what I'm thinking. They're probably all sold out everywhere. They are. Um, Next podcast, how to make your own treadmill. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And then our last tip for working from home. If you do find that your phone is a source of distraction, leave it in another room or put it on. Do not disturb. Treat it no different than if your boss was sitting right next to you. That's hard. That is hard, but a good, good, solid piece of advice. Yeah. Because everyone's phone is distracting. Uh, yeah, a thousand percent. Um, so our next topic is working out at home. This is dun, actually dun, dun. pretty hard for a lot of people. 
us included. Yeah, I'm with you. I miss the weights. I'm not a fan of home gym workouts. I miss the calloused, accrued barbells. I mean, it's terrible. I miss all that. So obviously humans are creatures of habit, and we go to the gym five to six days a week. We love lifting. We love our little ritual with our pre-workout and drive to the gym and you know it is it is very difficult especially knowing that it's going to be at least another 30 days before gyms open up best case scenario so kind of a mind mind shift switch minds whatever you know what I'm trying to say you have to shift your mindset so for us that means doing it together. We rarely work out together, but if we're both down there in the basement in our little makeshift gym, it kind of makes it a lot easier to actually do it. And you're probably not going to get some incredible, amazing workout, and you're probably not going to make gains during this time, but at least you can preserve the progress that you have made. Yeah, it's actually not that hard to keep the muscle that you have. You can do that with literally no weight. It's really easy to preserve muscle you've already built. It's not easy to gain muscle without resistance from, you know, like free weights and whatnot. But it doesn't mean it's impossible, especially if you're just starting out, you know, and you're like, oh, I'm going to start going to the gym. But guys, here's the thing is you for this to work at home, it needs to have some sort of structure around it that you look forward to. So don't stop taking your pre-workout, you know, and still get ready. Wear your gym outfits. Wear shoes. That's what's so weird is I see these like people not wearing shoes when they work out and they wonder why they don't get a good workout. Well, that's weird. You don't go to the gym without shoes. So unless they're doing squats or something where they need the grounding um, with the bare feet. But the point is, is you want it to be as close to the real thing as possible because you'll find yourself getting into that state of mind that you're going to the gym, even though it's in your laundry room or whatever so uh, i think another tip too is obviously equipment you know you don't need a lot of expensive equipment in order to have a good workout because when you really break down the gym it's like what do i use in the gym and you're like wow i use the same three things over and over again um so uh, we're going to give you guys some equipment tips yes and we know a lot of things are sold out on Amazon right now and other websites, um, we were able to find a an adjustable dumbbell set. I think I got it on Dick's. Um, so don't just look on Amazon because that's, I feel like if it's not on Amazon, then people just like stop looking. So don't be afraid to look on other websites. But as far as the gym equipment that we have, we obviously have our bands that are on our Bomar bands, yeah, bomarnutrition.com. And they're phenomenal. We find ourselves using those a lot, even when we travel, if we're in our RV, we always bring those. You guys have seen Josh use them in the gym, and now we're just using them in different ways in the home gym. I, I use the bands all the time, even when I had the gym. Now, our bands are better than most on the market, you know, and that was important that we designed them this way because I only have one good eye. And different story, different podcast, or go back to our first one to learn why I was blind in one eye for 16 years. But the point is, I have one eye, and I'm always doing band pulls, like, to my face. So I needed a band extremely reliable and safe, because if it snapped and took out my good eye, I could be blind. So we made our bands layered, so they're not molded. There's two different ways to make bands. Ours, we layered, so if you snag it or cut it or wrap it around something that's a little sharp and don't realize it, it won't just snap. It frays, and it'll literally take forever to break. You have yeah, to cut splint- it with splinters. It's like splinters, like, like something layered would. So our bands are very powerful, very great, and I think you should 100% buy them. 
yeah. mean, just because we made our own bands because we wanted to make the best bands in the world. And I truly believe that they are. Yeah. And what's super nice too about resistance is that you can alter them so much when it comes to the resistance of them. So if you have two bands, if you have our extra light and our light, for example, you know, you can make it tougher by stepping on it in different places or holding it further down on the band in different places or double wrapping the handle, or there's just so many different variations for the bands and utilize the free content that is out there on Instagram. Every single fitness person right now is posting free at home workouts because that's all anyone in this entire world has access to right now. So utilize that stuff. You know, we film, we don't film for ourselves. We film for you guys. We know what our workouts are. We don't need to film them to and, save them in our archives. And a quick organizing tip, you know, in on Instagram, which is where a lot of these fitness people are posting this content, you can take and create albums for different exercises or different muscle groups. When you save it. When you save it. So create an album for back. And then every time you see a back exercise, just save it to that album. And then save it for arms. Save it for abs. And next thing you know, you have this huge repertoire of of of. Uh, different groups of exercises so you're like oh i'm doing back today then you go to instagram you upload that album of back exercises and you see what the bomards are doing you see what your other fitness you know f um people you follow are doing on that group and you create your own workouts and you could do all of that with bands and at random home items i think that's it's a great way to one, be motivated to do things because you'll learn a lot. Yeah. But also, there's so much you can do at the house and get a good workout. Don't be that excuse maker that says, well, I'm just going to take it off until the gym's open. Because that may be a long time. It may be a very long time. So just keep that in mind. You know, it's not, it's never a bad idea to have a little bit of gym equipment either at your house. I know for us, it's going to be nice in less than four months after I have baby. I might not feel like going to the gym, but I might feel like moving the weight a little bit around while at home. And it's great too, you know, if you get snowed in or if your kid is sick and you can't leave them, so you have to get a workout at the house. You know, don't don't think if you're buying equipment right now that it's only going to be good until this quarantine is over. You can use home gym stuff throughout and, the and entire And we're not going to suggest you going and buying a full-blown squat rack and all this stuff. If you stuff. do, invite us over. Yeah, so for real though, guys, so I think if we were to list the order of importance of equipment. Adjustable dumbbells. They don't take up a lot of room. I think bands are more important because well, they're more okay. versatile. Yes. So I think a band, you can get a t-shirt and put it through the band and do rows. You could do curls. You could do so much with bands. I think Bomar bands are are the best. If you yes. buy someone else's bands, screw you. Yeah, stop listening to our podcast. I'm just you're, kidding. You're dead to us. But for real, <laughs> but for real though, I think bands are the most versatile. Mm -hmm. Definitely the most important. You can wrap them around a a, a, a post. Uh, you on can your do stairs. a lot of partner workouts too with bands. If you have another person, you know the resistance. If Josh and I were to do rows together, for example, he could just lessen his grip on the rows for me, and then I could sit back further. Right on the rows for that's we should also film partner workouts too by that the would way. be fun yeah you guys will see that coming up yeah also um the dumbbells are adjustable okay. dumbbells are great if you're a woman if you're a woman yes. yes and what i like about them is they don't take up a lot of space so you basically get seven different weight variations within one piece of equipment and if you don't have a huge space that is a great way to utilize the space that you have because then you don't need to stand for the dumbbells. You can just put them on the ground and you have seven or eight different variations. Right. But if you're a guy and of normal strength or, or better, 
of normal strength. Yeah. You're going to need a variance between like you, 20 pounds and 100 pounds. You will. So I feel like so. a barbell with plates is a little more realistic than dumbbells. There's a lot you can do with a barbell. But I mean, you get the right barbell. It's like 600 bucks. Yeah. You know, you could buy a lot of bands with 600 bucks. A lot of, lot of dumbbells. So it's, it just kind of depends on what the style of lifting that you particularly enjoy. If you enjoy the Olympic style lifting, maybe the bar and the plates would be better for you. If you enjoy more the freestyle than the dumbbells, you just need to ask yourself what your budget is and how crazy you want to go during this time. I think a really great piece of equipment now that we don't sell, but it's very inexpensive. You can get them for under 100 bucks is a sissy squat. Um, platform. So this is where you hook your feet in and you can do past parallel squats. And the the key with at-home workouts is you'll need to find, you need to stop isolating to specific muscle groups and incorporate more like full body training. Because what'll happen is at home, you're, you're not going to get do curls to infinity and then triceps to infinity and chest to infinity. You're going to have much better results doing full body style of training. So what's really cool about a sissy squat machine um, you can find these on Amazon. They're not sold out yet. Nope. I, and I know you can get them for under 200 bucks. Like you can get all these adjustable things. There's just not much to them, which is nice, but they're really cool because you can hook bands underneath of them and do weighted resistant squats. You can do overhead press. You could turn it into an ab machine. There's a lot you can do with a sissy squat style machine. So I think that would be another thing. And guess what, guys? It doesn't take up much space. So we're talking a great item for the house. Um, and what would you say would be, so adjustable dumbbells, sissy squat, bands, a bench, which you can honestly find most benches, like not even a workout bench. I'm talking yeah. just like, we have a bench at our house for one of our tables that we use yeah. because you could do a lot of abs on the bench. You could do a lot of tricep stuff. You could do bench press. There's a lot of things you can do with a bench. So you can find those very inexpensive. Heck, you could even make some yeah. out of a two by six. Well, it'd be like a little bit bigger than that probably. Yeah. So two, two by sixes? <laughs> sure. So... That was kind of our last topic within the topic of working out at home. Um, so to kind of piggyback off of that is eating well. Well, at let's home. before we dive into eating, let's give them some numbers that maybe they could work off of in terms of like how to structure their workout. So like at home, if you guys are wondering, well, I don't know what to do, pick you know, five or six exercises and set a timer up for like 30 seconds or 60 seconds, and then just do as many reps as you can in that a lot of time. This will allow you to, to have, you know, freedom, like in terms of, oh, I need to do five sets of six, you know, but it, that, that's so structure and you may not get a great workout, but let's say you're an Olympic athlete in 60 seconds, you may be able to do, uh, a hundred push-ups. This is an exaggerated example, but, or maybe if you're really overweight and you're just struggling, maybe you only get seven, but equally difficult for both people. So anytime you do like a time-based um, training system, you're going to get a great workout because you could push yourself to your own limitations. So do 30 seconds, do 60 seconds, do 90 seconds, break that up into upper body, lower body stuff. So maybe you're doing push-ups and, and maybe wall, I mean, maybe some handstand pushups, things like that, whatever you're, you're doing, but divide it into time segments. And then you'll have a much greater workout than trying to organize. I'm going to do five sets of 10 today. So another little tip, and now we can move on to food. I just wanted to give them a little bit more for the at home section. Yes. And to piggyback off of that piggyback, if you don't feel like working out at home right now, 
don't. Simple as that. If you don't feel like you're going to get a good workout in, don't do it. But at least still get your steps in. At least still do your cardio, whether it's inside, outside, walk the dog. Do some sort of movement throughout the day because it will really help clear your mind. So, Or if you aren't feeling like it, you can get blood flow restriction bands and use those on your body. I do this all the time. So, like, if I'm not feeling a workout and I just want to get more for less, I'll, I'll do blood flow restriction training. These bands are really inexpensive. And you can get a lot out of that. I don't want to spend much time talking about blood flow restriction training. You can look it up. There's a lot of benefit to that, especially you guys out there that want the big pump. Uh, it's, it doesn't take but a few reps with blood flow restriction bands or, or BFR bands. And you can, you can get some great workouts with those. So another little tip if you're kind of feeling down or just want to add that into your training. So eating at home. The temptation is everywhere. Well, this, it's so funny you bring that up because right now it is harder than ever to diet. Like I've never struggled more with fasting than right now. And we work from home and have. It's just, it's weird because honestly, like right now is so hard to diet because you have nothing else to look forward to other than eating. You're like, okay, I'm not going to watch freaking what is it lion king not lion king tiger king tiger king um and and then i'm gonna watch this i'm gonna watch that and i mean that's again you just you guys don't have much to look forward to in real life other than eating at this moment so fasting is like extra hard right now so if you're wanting to experiment with fasting this is probably not a good time yeah there's not a lot of distractions obviously when you can't get out of the house to do much so um, unless you're super disciplined, working out first thing in the morning, taking your pre-workout, not really hungry till noon or one, maybe fasting is for you, but chances are probably not right now. So especially because you're at home, you're surrounded by food where you might be at your office and not surrounded by food if it were a normal day. So it is very difficult to diet right now just because of the pure temptation of everything in your house. Well, so, and the sadness in the world, you just yeah. want to feel good and, you know, good food good tasty food makes you feel good. I mean, it's plain and simple. And when the whole world feels bad, this is a a great time to just uh, say, screw it, throw your hands in the air and down goes the brownies. Yeah. Mm. That sounds really good (laughs) actually right now. So a few tips that we have for you guys to stick on your diet is one is to eat six times a day, six small meals and meals that you actually look forward to. I know I personally post a lot of meal ideas on my Instagram. I know I follow a few YouTubers who are posting full day of quarantine eating. You know, it's a very interesting (laughs) specific topic, but The most important thing I think to save time, money, and energy at the grocery store is for an entire week, eat the same meals every single day. And I know that sounds boring if you've never dieted before, but in all reality, you're probably not having that much variance in your diet anyways. So if you can stick to a meal plan for seven days a week, your grocery shopping will go down significantly. Your meal planning will take a significant less time and it's so much easier on you if you enjoy your meals but you don't have to think about what your next meal is going to be and honestly guys the reason the reason i think six meals is really important this time is because you're going to look forward to six times uh, six meals throughout the day yeah. like and like i said you don't have much to look forward to so why not look forward to your food now you're not going to eat six turkey dinners so the point is, is what my, my rule of thumb is I'll have three major meals and then I'll drink three of my meals. Bomar Nutrition Shakes 
another shameless plug, but yeah. this stuff I actually look forward to drinking. So like literally as we speak, I'm drinking some fruity cereal and it is Protein. incredible. Protein shake. Yeah. So uh, uh, let's give them a day in the life of a meal for us right now. Oh gosh. Okay. So I did a full day of eating the other day on Instagram. It saved on my highlights under full day of eating. I did for breakfast. I had an English muffin with cream cheese and bacon. And then I also had a vegan blueberry donut protein shake from Bomber Nutrition. I then for lunch had um, tuna with some plantain chips and Diet Mountain Dew because that brings me joy in life. Um, <laughs> then I also had um, collagen, our Bomber Nutrition collagen mixed with some essentials and then a bunch of fruit on the side. And then I also made for dinner this taco elk macaroni thing that was phenomenal so good so good and then i don't remember what the last meal was probably more fruit or something like that um but i really enjoy all those meals i think i had another protein shake mixed in and for me it's just easy to drink like josh was saying three of the smaller meals eat three of the larger meals but then also incorporating like flavor water enhancers throughout the day too i think that's super important we have a new product called sharp that's a nootropic in the flavor kiwi lime that's really really good you know if you want to enjoy your pre-workout if you want to have essentials if you want to use other water flavor enhancers throughout the day i think that's super important too to enjoy every single piece of your diet well and also guys keep in mind sarah is pregnant right now so she is combining her carbs and fats yeah. which is totally fine for pregnant women so again my meal plans would be totally different than hers because I'm not combining my carbs and fats and doing things like that. So my meal, I would decide, okay, am I going to eat carbs today, healthy carbs? Then when you make those decisions on eating a high-fat diet or a low-fat diet, both are totally fine. Both can work well for you. You just And you can bounce back and forth between them. But let's say I'm not following a ketogenic diet. Well, then I would have egg whites for breakfast, for example, knowing I'm going to have carbs throughout the day. So I might have egg whites and oatmeal. A lean protein mixed with a slow digesting carb on the low glycemic index. So then the next meal, I might just have a shake. Third meal, I would have like brown rice mixed with a lean tuna maybe. Maybe a ground venison. Venison's really lean meat. You know, I would not do like ground beef. That would be a big, a big no-no to mix those two together. Meal four would be another shake. I'm not adding any carbs, nothing, just a shake. Then meal five, I would have maybe some more brown rice. I may have oatmeal, whatever I, I'm wanting, another, you know, tuna, chicken, whatever. I may throw in some different types of sauces to to make me happy. And then the last meal or meal, um, yeah, like meal six, I could have another shake. Or if I'm feeling, you know, extra hungry or something, I may have some more, some more meat. And so it just depends. So if I'm following a low-carb diet, Instead of having just egg whites for breakfast, I would have, you know, whole eggs. Like today, for example, I ate 10 whole eggs for breakfast. Now, if I'm not going to eat carbs throughout the day, then I will add carb or fat and protein together and have those meals. So same shakes, but now my core three meals change. So just decide. I personally think low carb is great. You can add salt and all those other things, and it's really. But now might not be the pot, the time to be messing around with your diet. You just want to make sure that you're enjoying your meals and whatever you have access to at the grocery store. If you can still go to the grocery store in the state that you live in, or if you are getting your groceries delivered 
online at home, which is very convenient. Right. But again, like we said, we, we want to stick with consistency of what we've been coaching and teaching in prior, which is not mixing your carbs and fats together. And so, again, I think that's going to be super important um, for a lot of you guys out there to get the most out of your diet. Now, this is only if your goal is to lose body fat. Right. Um, that's just it's not a huge difference maker, but it does make a little bit of a difference to where why why not lose the little bit extra body fat? Yeah. And then. We have two more tips on how to how to stick to your diet. So you, with everyone at home and having that temptation, and a lot of people are bored or they're stress eating right now or they're eating their feelings, you cannot eat food that's not at your house. So if you think you're going to eat it, if you think you cannot be controlled around it, just don't buy that junk food and don't keep it in the house because chances Smart. are you're not going to get in your car to drive to the grocery store to be around all those people just to get something that you're craving. So. I, have, I have a question for you. You've been doing a lot of online shopping lately at the grocery store, yes. which a lot of grocery stores that you probably shop at allow online shopping, maybe even allow delivery, all this stuff. Do you feel you make better choices or worse choices shopping for groceries online? You a thousand percent make better choices shopping for groceries online. It's way easier to find a new recipe, say on Pinterest, and instead of having to walk up and down each aisle at the grocery store to find each ingredient, you just search it in whatever app or whatever service you're using and boom, there it is, all the options to pick from. You're not, we're very visual creatures, so you don't have that temptation to buy things what we were at the grocery store and I saw pretzel pop tarts and I didn't know I needed or wanted pretzel pop tarts until I saw them. And now they are in our pantry and almost gone because (laughs) had I not pregnant woman speaking here, guys. So there is some flexibility, (laughs) but you're right. These companies spend millions of dollars on marketing and shelf placement, all this stuff to grab your attention when you're walking down those aisles. So if you're not in the aisles, you'll make better decisions. At least you won't have to practice as much discipline. And if you don't, have it, you can't eat it. If you yep. don't buy it, you can't eat it. So shop from home, do store pickups, stuff like that, and I think it'll help. Yeah, it's obviously safer right now anyways. And then our last tip is, you know, you still want to have that sense of normalcy in your life, and most restaurants are still open just for takeout. So that is kind of one of our tips down in the marriage topic is to still being able to eat out, you know, once or twice a week, whatever you are used to. Or um, your budget allows. Yeah. And, you know, we do want and need to support our local restaurants if we want them around after this quarantine ends. So that's always a tip as well. So like a like a date night inside the, the house? Perfect segue into marriage tips. Boom. I have seen so many articles on Twitter saying how to survive your quarantine marriage. And it just makes me laugh because I'm like, literally everyone's like, it must be so nice to like work from home and work with your husband. And what's that like? Like, are you guys just like, oh my gosh, you never fight. And no, no, we fight all the time, all the time. (laughs) And that's one of the tips with marriage during quarantine because you're around each other every day. It's kind of like eating cake every single day you get really annoyed with cake at the end of like (laughs) oh come on you're like the best flavor of cake in the whole world though so it takes a lot extra you still get sick of it Uh, yes you do and so again sarah and i if people hung out with us 24 7 and we've had friends that spend a lot of time with us like oh my god they're never gonna make it i'm like guys we're like 80 years old like an 80 year old couple because sarah and i spend 24 hours a day seven days a week together and most of you listening to this 
probably have a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or a wife that you only see a few hours a day. So imagine compounding that for 25 years. Then after 25, 30 years of marriage, you would be about where Sarah and I are after six years. Yeah. And because we spent all day every day. And so we, we find ourselves, you know, bickering all the time. So it's not a big deal. No. We just know our heart's in the right place. We figure out the solution. Why are we arguing over something? like? And if you don't get over it, it's not like you have somewhere else to go. You like right. go to jail if you leave your house right now. So you better just get <laughs> over it because I guarantee your house is better than a $500 fine or quarantine jail. Yeah. So, I mean, we have figured out tips that make our marriage last. You know, we've been together six years now, which is pretty good. And yeah. uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week together and now quarantined. I mean, we're 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 with each other all the time so sarah has some really good tips for you guys i'll kind of swing some in there as well but uh i think what what we're about to share next is going to be really helpful for all you married people out there yeah so if so our first few tips are going to be for people who might be used to going to the office and having that separation time from your partner or your spouse so the first tip is to have your own space while you're working during your quote unquote work week, Monday to Friday, have your own workspace, whether that someone is in the kitchen and someone is in the office or someone's upstairs and someone is downstairs, whatever you guys need to do to make it work in your home, because obviously going to Starbucks is not an option right now. Going to Panera is not an option right now. Leaving your house is not an option. So you need to figure out how, who is going to take which space that way obviously you might be making phone calls and you might need that privacy in order to get your work done for the week but it will still create that separation of being apart focusing on your own work and getting what you need to get done that's pretty good advice um so our <laughs> the the next um recommendation we already kind of touched on is to have a date night in the house obviously we can't leave right now we can leave to get food or if you're getting food delivered but it's very important to continue to date your spouse even when you're around them 24 7 because just because you're around someone 24 7 does not mean that that person is the focus 24 7 for the most part when josh and i are awake our focus is on other things business phone calls computer email phone whatever the case may be so in that time that you can have a date night in it's very important that that other person you find a show or something that you both enjoy together you yeah. know a, a lot of people will find themselves liking different stuff and next thing you know they're just watching stuff on their phone and they're not enjoying anything together and, that's and then you have nothing to talk about who doesn't want to talk about carol baskins and this weird tiger king show right now <laughs> like it's the strangest phenomenon i've ever seen in my life but she definitely killed her husband oh, fed her to the tigers or fed him to the tigers for sure um <laughs> <laughs> but if you don't have that stupid thing to laugh about right now, you know, what's the point? So that's one of our tips is to have a date night in. Um, another tip that I had is to not stop doing, don't stop doing regular chores and keep the house clean. You're going to be in your house 24-7. And I know the source of a lot of arguments can be a dirty house or dishes. Um, so it's really important, especially if maybe your significant other is working longer hours, pick up the slack. I can assure you, men, fewer things turn a woman on more than you doing the, gr or the dishes without being asked. Oh, I did that last night. Yes. So that kind of dives into our last or second to last <laughs> tip, which was yours. 
Go ahead. No, go ahead. I want to hear it from you. No. You have it on the list. What? Be intimate. Woo! She said the I word, people. Yep. Well, so this is going to be really hard for a lot of you guys because you're going to be arguing probably more often than not because you're around each other so much and all this stuff. So the intimacy can be put to the back burner because you're holding a grudge against them over something. Dishes. Yeah, like, oh, my God, I can't believe you did the dishes. Be like, did you ask him to do? No, but he should know what I want. Well, that's not really fair. You know, I mean, us guys out there, if you're a woman listening to this, we don't, we can't read your mind. So if you ask us to do the dishes and then we blankly don't do the dishes, then hold that intimacy. But let us know why. Like, you know what? If you would have did the dishes, this would have been yours tonight. And then guess who's going to be doing the dishes first thing? You'll probably get out of bed right then and there and go do the dishes. Train them like dogs. I'm telling you, I we're easy. We're easy creatures of habit. Yeah. You know, if if you if you train us, we'll do it. See. So yeah. it, seriously though, guys, keep in mind that the the husband ha- his heart's in the right place. You guys obviously got married or are together for a reason. There, you got to remember those reasons because you, as a human being, are naturally programmed to find the faults in things. It's what's kept us alive over a million years you know the caveman if they always had their head in the clouds and said we're positive poly they got eaten by tigers so the people naturally our old prehistoric brains um the are are designed to be pessimists because pessimists are the ones that survived so think about that i mean you gotta you gotta fight that part of your brain it's not really appropriate anymore because we don't have saber-toothed tigers hiding behind our mailboxes to attack us whenever we go out and get get our mail. Unless you're married to Carol Baskins. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real though, guys. So think about this. Your brain naturally will try to find the fault in your husband. So then all you start focusing on, or your wife, by the way, it'll be only focusing on the things that they do wrong. And so what you'll find yourself is looking for all the things they do wrong, and then that's all you'll feel. You'll feel bad when you look at them. And that's not good. It's neuroassociative conditioning. And so you've you've got to fight that. You've got to fight it every day. And I've been trying to train that. I've been doing that for years and years. And still to this day, I have to always fight and, and say, what is it that I love so much about Sarah or whatever the person is, you know? And I think that's important for all of you guys out there is to always try to find what's good about the person because what's bad will always be there always and it's easy to find but what good is also always there you just have to decide what you're going to focus on so there's no reason to be miserable you're only hurting yourself so look for what's good because it will make you happier speaking of positive polys that goes into our last topic of this podcast, which oh. is how to remain positive during this quarantine, self-isolation, social distancing, whatever you want to classify it as. Because right now is a very weird time. We've obviously never in the history of anyone listening to this podcast has ever been told by the government of whatever country you live in that you basically can't leave your home. You can't go to work unless you're essential. You can't leave your home. You can't go to the gym. Your dentist is closed. Um, it's weird. It's a very weird time. It's very weird. And I mean, there's no, there's there a lot of suicide rates are really, really high right yeah. now. It's really sad times, guys. Yeah. And so you, it's just, 
that's hard to stay positive in a time like this. It's hard to stay positive when everything's good. Yeah. Just because of what I just explained to you guys about your old brain. So it's going to take a lot of effort. And so what I would recommend doing with this time is find something to learn. Because sitting around saying, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, it's going to be okay, doesn't necessarily make you happy. But anytime you learn a new skill, it will make you happy. So I think it's important during this time, I don't want to get off what Sarah's saying, but I think this is very important, that you use this time of quarantine to get ahead. All the things you've always said that you don't have time to do, uh, that that, that was your excuse. I don't have time to read a book because... I work too much. Well, now you do. So use this time, prioritize education, not entertainment. Because I'm telling you guys, if you prioritize education, you're going to learn something new. And this will be a great opportunity when this is lifted, you'll get ahead of other people. Because I'm telling you, it's not a competition against you against everyone else. But I'm telling you, if you use this time, you will learn a new skill, master something new, and you will feel so much better. And you'll feel alive inside. And being positive is easy when you learn a new skill. Yeah, and you don't have to learn a new language, you know, unless you really want to. You can get on Pinterest and learn how to cook a new meal once a week. It could be that simple. Learn, get on YouTube and learn how to edit photos better on your iPhone. Something just silly that you enjoy, but you can still better yourself with the time that you have. Or you could go super extreme. And if you want to be a successful business person, start reading a lot of business books. Maybe you're in sales and you want to advance your sales skills. So then you read more sales books. Um, Or maybe you have a really nasty attitude in life. And you don't know why you think the way that you think, then maybe you should read a psychology book. Highly recommend uh, Awaken the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. That's a really good book. It's like the owner manual to your brain. So there's a lot of different books and topics on things that you struggle with that you may not understand that you can change about your life. And now is the perfect time to do that because you have the time to do it. Yes. So... A few notes that we have on top of that um, and how to remain positive during this time is to continue to do regular activities remotely, whether that's FaceTime with family, have a virtual happy hour with people from work. You could go to church online. I know a lot of fitness influencers are doing live workouts right now. Um, There's just a lot of options that you can still maintain some sort of normalcy while you can't leave your home. Um, Another tip that we've seen be bopping around quite a bit is to journal your feelings and understand that it's okay to not feel okay on some days. There's also online therapy as well, because like Josh mentioned, suicide rate is very high right now. I think in some states it's triple what it normally is, and it's okay. My heart goes out for those people. Yeah, and it's okay to not feel your best right now because things are weird. And but it's you know there there are resources out there if you are struggling. So those are some tips for us. Um, and then a few other tips that I had were to take everything day by day. The news makes it sound very bleak and very grim. And you know, oh, we're gonna be dealing with this until the end of 2020. Well, those same people also said the world was gonna end in 1999 with Y2K. So don't take every single extremist viewpoint and 
read it as gospel because it could change tomorrow or it could change the week after that. And it probably will. So don't worry about the things that you cannot control. That's, that's actually good advice no matter what time of year it is or what the world is going through. If you can't control it, I don't think it's appropriate for you to put a lot of mental energy into it. It's still obviously important to know what's going on around the world and to know, you know, keep up with press releases in your state. But if you live in Iowa like we do, I really don't need to be worrying about what the New York governor is saying about their issues. And yes, we are one nation, amen, under God, indivisible. But what is happening in your state or your community might be vastly different than what's happening in you know, Los Angeles, there's a, there's a massive difference between being informed and being consumed. So don't be consumed, be informed, understand what's going on, know what's going on, take what's relevant to you and move forward and make sure you do these other things we're talking about. Make sure you're still exercising, make sure you're eating right, make sure you're educating yourself. Maybe you're reading a new book, listening to a new podcast, keep the mind busy the mind busy on productive things. If, the, if you take nothing else from this podcast, take this, prioritize education over entertainment right now. Yep. Get ahead. Use this time to get ahead because guess what? Eventually everything will go back to normalcy and guess what will happen? People will fall behind. Yeah. Use this to get ahead. Be that person that, that, that comes back with new skills, better skills, a better version of yourself. And you hear this and it's so cliche, but it's so true. Work towards being the best version of yourself and use this extra time and, and, and treat it important. Like, and make sure it's, it's important to you that, that you prioritize that education. So. Yeah. And then our last thing, um, which we kind of talked about, you know, we are all going through this. And obviously some people have lost their jobs and some people have lost people during this, um, you know, virus, but it's just so important to not have this woe is me victim mentality because it's really not going to help you in the long run. It's, it's a very important task every single day to shift your mindset, especially if this is new for you. You know, for us, the 98% of our day is the exact same. We just can't like, and that's, what's so crazy. Like it's almost more of the knowing that you can't do something and that something has been taken away from you. Because if Josh and I really look at our lives other than the gym, really what has changed, you can't we don't go, go to the movies. Yeah, or We can't go to the that. movies or we can't go sit at a restaurant, but instead we can order food and sit at our home. Woe is us, you know? So for us, it's, it's vastly different and we understand that. But at the same time, I think it's very important that you that everyone understands that everyone is going through this, whether it's a small amount or whether it's 100% of your life has been flipped upside down. And it's very important to express those emotions to your friends, to your family, because chances are a lot of people are feeling the exact same thing that you are. So don't bottle it in, but at the same time, like let's focus on the positive and focus on what we have. Don't no, totally agree. Yeah. So that kind of wrapped up that podcast. Um, I promise you guys that our next one will be light and fun. We'll probably do a couple's Q and a something that's just totally off the wall because I personally don't want to keep beating a dead horse when it comes to this quarantine stuff. We've said what we needed to say. Hopefully, you know, in three or four episodes, everything is back to normal and everyone's, you know, at the gym and watching movies and eating out wherever they want to go. So That's our hope. Um, We will see you guys over in the next episode.